Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's just I've tried to put those on. I bite them off. Every yeah. week, Talia, it's a new hygienic Sorry, issue I have with vaping, you. I know. It's a new um, hygienic issue? Okay. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That's what fine. hygienic issues do I have? Some people aren't it's into hygiene. Brush. That's fine. I want two brush, hygienic issues. Two, yeah. The brushing my teeth and I brush my, or, okay. <laughs> I brush my teeth minimum once a day, but I don't always brush it before I go to bed. And we've got problems okay. because of that. I usually do, but I don't always do it. Caucasians are really doing something <laughs> these days, aren't they? All right. Well, okay. Let's go. All right. Okay. Fine. Well, Whatever. I appreciate the honesty, even though it's disgusting. I'm very honest. <laughs> I'm very honest. And I bite my She's nails. not kidding. Those are my things. Yeah. I bite You'll my see, nails, I smell too. rather good. Couldn't you? I smell often. rather good. Be confident. I smell good. No, I do smell good. Okay, good. <laughs> you don't smell bad. You smell amazing. <laughs> Give me a sniff after. Bad Vibes with Talia and Alexis. Welcome back. Hi. Hey, ladies. I um, could, we could call them baddies. That's what I call my followers. Yeah, I was never because a it's bad. Yeah, you always say You're that. not a baddies person, because, but you're just not. Yeah, <laughs> there's not. a reason for that. You're like more of like a hey, bitches. Yeah. I don't feel like you say anything. You don't greet people. You're just there. Right. right, 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 right. So, you know. Okay. You were in L.A. this week. I was in L.A. this week. My hometown. Your home. I can't believe you're from there. Why? Because you... <laughs> Can you believe you're from <laughs> no, there? No, it makes no so, fucking sense. No. I have nothing in common with that place. No, but I think I do. Yeah? I'm superficial. I like space and I love designer. I love... Everyone there was fitted. Everyone there had something designer. No, actually they weren't fitted. Outfits were not great. Just bags. It was just like... Gucci, Fendi, pro- they everywhere. They were accessorizing. Like, they were accessorizing. Right. Um, but I love the sun. I love that. I don't love the driving, though. Like, I got, I had to take Dramamine with me everywhere. Oh, of course. Fucking disgusting. Welcome to my childhood. Oh, my God. Back and forth to school every day, throwing up on the side of Olympic Boulevard. That's humiliating. Weekly. I was always throwing up. Really? Yeah. I was sitting in the car every day and then from the West sun. Hollywood to Santa Monica. Mm-mm. Hours in the car I spent. I wrote an essay about that, applying to college, about the hours and hours I spent sitting in the car contemplating my life and throwing up. That's all that there is to do. In That's Los childhood Angeles, in California. LA. But, but I'm glad you had a great time. The weather's I fantastic. Did. Well, it wasn't while I was there. It was cold as fuck during the week. It was what? 45 degrees. Oh, 45 see, that degrees. feels warm to me now. I mean, it's warm. Uh, yeah, I was fine. I was right. out there in short sleeves. Everyone was like, Oh my God, it's puffer season. But I was like, okay, I am upset because at one point it was 67 degrees here and I was in LA in 45 and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like I didn't sign up for this. Because that also happened when I went to Miami last month. Like it was cold while I was there. And I'm like, right. I'm trying to escape this. Yeah. So I had a great time. I went for work and then I stayed for the weekend and had the greatest time. I am very jealous. Yeah? Yeah, you spent some time by the pool. I sure did. I just miss the sun on my face. It's a beautiful feeling. I know. And I miss home. It's my home. It is. It is. When are you going back? Um, I'm going to try to go back in the next couple of weeks, but I'm definitely going back in April. I'm going to go to Coachella. Ooh, I think I am too. Really? For work. But. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, so that means they're like paying for it? Yeah, of course they're paying for it. 
I'm going to figure out a way to get it paid for. You, well, of course you are. All right. Okay. I'll, but I'll yeah, figure it out. Coachella. So you're going to go home during that time? Oh, yeah. Well, it's also Passover. Oh. Um, so I already was Praise going to go home for Passover. And then I found out Passover was Coachella. So I'm going home <laughs> for Coachella. And we're going to do like an early Passover or something. The two LA holidays. Yeah, exactly. Um, I used to get school off for Coachella. I remember, I've heard about that. Yeah, it's it's a thing for my high school. It's, we're known for it. But like... You were in high school. It was people were going to middle school. It's all ages, first of all. Coachella's all ages. But um yeah, no, I the first time I went I was four fifteen. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Are I was you sober like, okay? the whole time. Well of course okay. Are like I sure? just I no 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 completely. Like I wasn't really into that stuff in high school, but mm-hmm. I didn't really realize that you I had the best weekend of my life and yeah. I didn't know that you were like supposed to go and do something. Supposed to be like now I certainly will not be sober at all. Good. But it's because, you know, I guess there's like less chemicals in my brain as I get older that like allow me allow to derive to enjoy pure joy while pure sober. Joy in a sweaty from this pit. experience. Yeah, exactly. So no, I went to Coachella when I was like fifteen. And I, yeah, it was like a thing at my high school. You'd get three days off. What the fuck? Like, was it? That's absurd. Like, like you didn't have to go Friday. Go and you didn't have to show up Monday. What? Yeah. Somebody's parents paid for that. One hundred percent. Somebody's parents paid for everything that happened at my school. <laughs> yes. It's called corruption. But yes. I went to a great high school. It was so much fun. But it was, it was bougie. Damn. And everybody was there. Like the teachers were at Coachella. Not the teachers. Everybody was at Coachella. I'm the. Co- if you ever needed, have you been? No, but I have the 2020 wristband because obviously as soon as Frank Ocean right. was announced, I purchased that immediately right. um, and I have my tickets still, but you know, they're not honoring that this year. Yeah. Coachella, so. I'm going to be honest. It kind of sucks now. Sounds like it. I don't mean to be that person who's like, well, back in my day, it was good. But no, it really was when I used to go in like 2015, 2016, it was actually good because they weren't, people weren't there to post the photo. Mm-hmm. It was like right before the shift into like influencers are the big thing and they're all being invited yeah exactly Mm -hmm. they have these big influencer parties there now it's kind of an influencer event yeah but before that they also sold i want to say like thirty thousand. they expanded the grounds by like a mile which really doesn't make a big difference because nobody's populating that area that they expanded Mm -hmm. everyone's still in the same spot but they sold like a couple thousand more tickets so now the whole thing is like you can't move. Like it's really shoulder to shoulder. I don't do well in those situations. It's no fun. It's okay. no fun. But um, you know, if you can get yourself a nice little VIP something, if you can get, if you can get it paid for, one hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I I'd only go for free. I think. Okay. Well then, I'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll put it out into the universe right now. I'd like to go for free too. Yeah. If anybody wants to take me. But um, okay. You and my dad switched places this weekend. Oh, he was here. He's I saw here. that. That was that was a really funny TikTok you did. Or how everyone, no, how everyone in the theater was liberal dads and Jewish daughters. Yeah, my dad, like any other dad, took me to see David Byrne when he visited (laughs) me in New York, (laughs) which is great. Huge fan. Um, No, we've been having fun. We had a screaming fight on 14th Street. We had a screaming fight at dinner. (laughs) I cried both times. Oh my god, you cried. I'm an only child. People need to get this straight. We. It's very hard for me to hang out alone with my parents because their only focus in life is me. And there's just a lot of pressure. I don't pressure. know nothing about that. Yeah, exactly. You have seven siblings. I don't. My mom didn't know where I was this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I used to make that happen a lot. There's a lot of times I don't know where I am, but that's <laughs> yeah. because I wouldn't communicate. Mm-hmm. No, I have a, there's a lot of, it's not fun for me to hang out with my parents as an adult the way that I think it is for people with siblings because people with siblings can like 
not talk about only themselves the whole time. And then like offload, yeah, and, you know, banter or whatever. Exactly. So, so we don't really banter. Evolved that much. into fighting. It naturally does. It was not even fighting. It's just like he frustrates me. Mm. He's a lovely. I have a great relationship with my parents. They're so great, but we like fight. There's tensions get high because mm. they are so worried and also excited and they want to know what's going on because i'm the only kid mm. if they fuck me up there's nobody else and they i don't think they're worried about fucking me up but they worry about my safety they worry about whatever i am also like i wish both of them my like i they have hobbies i wish they'd get a couple more i wish they get a dog <laughs> i wish they'd just like do something else maybe you should get I, them a dog i they would never allow me to like get the dog for them um. they have to make the decision but like you know, my mom wrote a book one year and she works on that now with the promoting of the book. And my dad loves to ski and he loves music. But I wish there was even more. I mm -hmm. wish they had more friends. I wish they, I wish my mom would write more. I wish they would just like do more shit. Because mm -hmm. clearly it's not enough to get them <laughs> off my fucking back. Like they're so interested. Yeah. I just, I wish there was another kid. I wish they'd do like big brothers, big sisters. And like oh, adopt yeah, a they kid. should. They should do that. I would love if they adopted a kid right now. I think you should ask them too. I would love for them to, yeah. mom and dad, they listen to this. Please adopt a child. They can have some of my moms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she's overwhelmed. I'm no, sure. seriously. They can have some of hers. They're like seven. You want some seven-year-old twins? Yeah. yeah. I think that they'd have a great time. No, they love that. Yeah. They love that. I think they need like something to breathe some new life into our house. Like yeah. they're such good parents. They love to be around kids. They should have more. They should have. Yeah, they should. I, I love don't think that. they're like physically capable. But I, I can know. imagine why your dad was stressed out about you after you murdered a rat. Okay. Can we talk about it? <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? Is your stomach going to get a little? Um, I might need a, you know, a trash can, but I'll be okay. All right. Well, I've been getting hazed ever since I moved here by this city. I moved in the worst possible time to move. The weather sucks. If you don't live here, you don't like, I've never lived in a cold place in my life. I'm from LA. Mm -hmm. You were there this weekend and it was cold, quote unquote. Yeah. I would do anything for that weather now. I'm like, so, oh my God. Like it's, I don't know. It's, it's been okay, but like, it just hasn't been that enjoyable in terms of, it hasn't been New York. Because it's freezing. I mean, yeah, so. this is the bad part of it. I got here this morning and I walked to the train this morning to go to work. And I was like, why the fuck do I live here? Like, this yeah. is awful. And it's beautiful. Like, the sun is just shining down on me. Right. And then it's brick. Like, right. I can't. Like, it's awful. So I agree with you. But it's you've been just, hazed. Yeah, I've been getting hazed. And everyone knows what happened with my con ad bell. And you know I had a shitty week last week. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Did I have a shitty week? It got worse. <laughs> Was this right after you walked home from dinner? Yes. Okay. Okay. With so I got dinner with Alexis. Thanks, mom. By the way, my yes, mom thank bought you, us Talia's dinner. Mom. Appreciate you. So I well, it wasn't right after because you know I'm kind of a um, I'm a night owl. I like to be out at night. I understand how that's unsafe. I have pepper spray. I walk with one headphone in and I walk around my block. I stay close to home, but I love to be out two, three in the morning. Okay, it's weird. It's just what I need to do. It's when nobody's outside. And like, that's what I do to clear my head and go to sleep. Proud of you. And that's my thing. <laughs> Sorry. I, I try to be as you. safe as possible. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but that's what I do. Okay. So everyone knows in New York, that's when the rats are out. Okay. All the little rats. I try to be cautious, walk on main streets so I don't see the rats. And I got into a little, I was just like doing a little jog, like trying to get tired, you know? <laughs> We need to get this girl some fucking Ambien. Because I, what the I never hell? sleep. I don't sleep. So I'm running and 
there's a rat running across the sidewalk. A big rat, like a mutant rat. One of these <gasps> New York City like sewer rats. It's like a foot long. Oh my God. Fat rat. No. And the rat. Oh God, I'm getting flashbacks. The rat, the rats like to scurry across and they'll always like start scurrying across the sidewalk when you're walking there. Cause you like, they hear you and they think they need to run away from you. So they run across you. Yeah, they do. I'm running and I'm at this point where I can't stop short. I can't mm -hmm. slow down. And there's a rat running right across. And the rat and my feet meet at exactly the same time. And I stomp. I, my foot comes down right on the rat. No. When I tell you, I'll never, it's muscle memory. I'll never forget the feeling that I had. Like, I'll never forget hearing it squeak. It squeaked. I'll never forget feeling it flatten under my foot and my ankle, like my heel rolling over it. I'll never forget turning back and watching it seize on the side Stop. of the road and flail around until I finally watch the life leave its eyes. Man. I was, tra I am traumatized. I'm traumatized. But that I feel like was me getting initiated to this fucking city. I've never murdered a rodent yep. in here, you know, I guess. I wouldn't wish life. it upon my worst enemy. Bitch, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, he died right what there. What did you do? I went straight home. Well, first I made a TikTok. You can go watch it. My TikTok is the same as so my So you name. have to respond to trauma these days. Yeah. Well, you know what? It was kind of funny, okay? <laughs> but then I, as soon as I got off the TikTok, you know, I'm sobbing on the TikTok. I'm like, this is fucking funny that I'm crying right now. I walk home. I take my shoes off immediately in my stairwell and I throw them down the trash chute. As you should. I was like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Goodbye, Mizunos. You were good to me. I then I go Perfect. into my place and I just can't sleep. I can't stop thinking about the rat scurrying around on the side of the road and the little tail seizing in the air. Mm -mm. And I decide I'm just not going to sleep. So I deep cleaned my apartment. Oh, good. Yeah. I, love that. I, what else did I do? I watched some shows. Oh. I did a deep fucking clean, like Mr. Clean Sponges deep clean. Oh, those, that's when you know, uh -huh. when you bring out that magic eraser. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up really early in the morning, 6 a.m. My friend was coming back from a guy's place. She had slept over. So she texted me and I happened to be awake at 6 a.m. She's Look like, I want to get coffee right now after our all-nighters. But on the way, I decided I'm going to stop by the scene of the crime. I need closure. Uh, I needed to see what I had done and say my goodbyes and say little mourner's cottage. Were you sure he was going to be there? I was positive. He had to be there. Where else could he have gone? I watched him die. I saw the blood. The blood was there. Mm -hmm. But the body was gone. Ooh. I know. I'm like a murderer returning to the scene of the crime, like fucked I wonder up if to watch the family funeral. Came. Oh, ew. Somebody came and carted That's him terrifying. away. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know. Seems like you're just every week. It's something new for you. Do you crazy. see how like I'm like dead in the eyes? No, it's it's the way that you had the the troubled neighbor. Then you had. She the saw. Oh my god! My neighbor saw my TikTok. No. Yeah, she won't speak to me anymore. <gasps> yeah. Did you write? Did you do a TikTok about her? I mentioned her in a TikTok forever ago, and she told me that she had no social media. Oh. And I mentioned her, which was wrong, and I should not. But she's a grown adult, and she's made me very uncomfortable on numerous occasions. You like did it's really that. inappropriate. You did and I said I have a, a neighbor who is mentally unwell, but you know I thought she'd never see it, and she saw me say that. Jesus. Which I. I 
can admit that must hurt and I'm so sorry but also I'm I do like this is comedy this is my life I vlog about my life hey if you're gonna make me uncomfortable and not stop bothering me I should be allowed to talk about it once yes but she least, saw it at least capitalize on it yeah so capitalize she saw on it. the discomfort so we're not friends anymore well goodbye to her yeah anyway then you had your con but you're just struggling I'm struggling I need to get you out of there <laughs> I don't even know how to help you thank so you sad. thank you Thanks. But everything Sorry else is fine. Rest. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm going to a comedy show later. Fun. It's gonna be fun. That's exciting. I'm having and you know what? Things are looking up. Is our dry spell alright? Um the dry spell has not ended. We'll see. We'll see. You got plans for tonight? I have a date tomorrow night. <gasps> fun. He's really cute too. He looks like James Marsden. I think I did. I think you did. Yeah, this guy. Oh my god. We have to get to the rest of the shit, but okay. I'll give a quick synopsis. Quick, quick synopsis, because it's good. This guy was with his family at this place called Fiddlesticks in West Village. Very I guess basic. like the parents were visiting or something. I don't know. Somebody was visiting and it was like the cousin or something comes up to me and says, Will you go speak to my little sister or whatever she was. She wants to talk to you. She likes her TikTok. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Go over there. Talk to the family for a while. They're like these sweet probably Jewish Midwestern parents who were like so intrigued. Oh my God, how do you make money from this? Mm -hmm. And the whole time this guy who pulled me aside is like pestering me. Like he's like fucking with me. I was like, that's cute. You love it when they fuck I like when they fuck with me. He's like, I've never seen her before. I don't recognize her. I'm like, you're funny. Of course you haven't, Brad. I like that. That means you don't have social media. That's hot. We love that. So um, yeah, he was cute. He's like 31 or something. And he gets my Instagram. And now I'm going on a date with him. And then I was at a bar and he had asked to, for my number via Instagram. I'm responding and I'm sitting bored at this bar. Yeah. I press send with my number and like see you Tuesday. And I look up and there he is. He's just looking at, at the you. bar. And he's looking at my messages on his phone. He's like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll see you Tuesday. You and another person over 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here we go here we go well we will be on standby for an update next week as to how yeah let you know how it goes okay oh, i'm excited my 30 year old god yeah. this is pretty young for me honestly i mean yeah, i agree it, is. <laughs> it really is it really is okay everybody so now it's time for a vibe check mm-hmm. and this week we're doing a vibe check on college college deciding where you want to go how you you know the people who are really annoying after college to people in college staying friends with people before and after college and it turns out that we have a voicemail asking us for our advice on this very topic let's hear it hi Tally and alexis so basically i need advice on my future i am a senior in high school and before you're like, oh, her life's so boring, she's a high school student, let me explain my dilemma. So I am from a small town in the Northwest where I am, you know, the queen of like 200 people, but I know I need to leave this town because my inevitable downfall is coming <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, you're a loser. Anyways, I love the self-awareness. I don't know where to go to college and if I should choose like the southern like sorority party life that's like glamorized on Instagram or if I should choose like the smaller East Coast institution life or I just I just don't know so I need your guys' advice 
Yay. Well, we're here oh, to give it to you. I love this question. I love the self-awareness too. Yeah. Inevitable downfall. You're yeah. right. You are the queen and it is going to change. Exactly. So you might as well get out of there while you can. Even the queen of England. She's got COVID. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. I'm so fucked up. I couldn't even finish drinking my thing. <laughs> oh my okay, God. college. How did you decide where to go? I thought that I wanted to go super, super far away for many years. I tell people I wanted to study abroad for four years. I wanted to go to NYU. I really liked the idea of Boston. I looked at every college in Boston. And then my parents forced me the weekend of Coachella. No. They said instead of Coachella, we're using your two days off <laughs> to go up to see UC Berkeley. I was like, fuck you. I was livid. Yeah. Okay. You were. We took the one hour plane ride up and I was like head against the glass crying. Mm. Couldn't believe I was missing Coachella. And so I didn't want to like it. Mm -hmm. And I remember being on the tour. And mind you, I was looking for in a school. I wanted a big school, sports, Greek life if I decided I wanted it. But I wanted it to be near a city. I wanted the campus life. And I wanted it to have a great newspaper. That's and all of where my school was. Yeah. No, I looked school. at Northwestern too. Yeah. I really like mm -hmm. Northwestern. And I saw this school on the tour and I was like, I had to like put on this face because my parents were there. So I was like scoffing at everything. <laughs> but I immediately, I was texting my friends the whole time. Like, I'm going to come here. I have to come here. Mm -hmm. And I was so committed to going to that school that I think I, I did something that I wouldn't advise anybody to do, which is I completely put all my eggs in one basket. I only applied to other, a couple other schools, four-year schools, because my college counselor made me because mm -hmm. she wanted to maintain the 100% matriculation rate. Of course. But I was committed to either going to UC Berkeley um, or going to Berkeley City College and transferring to UC Berkeley. Wow. That's how much I liked it. That's absurd. Yeah. I can't. I have the video of when I got in. We'll have to post it. Wow. That. That's so cute. I know. I oh screamed and cried. The neighbors thought that my mom had like died or something because <laughs> of how I was screaming. Jesus. Anyway, how did you choose Northwestern? So I was all about the prestige, all about the Ivy League cloud. Mm -hmm. I went to a very elitist boarding school and like everyone was about like, okay, best schools like ivy league vibes and so originally my quote dream school was princeton and then i realized that princeton i would fucking hate my life because it was in new jersey and no offense <laughs> but i mean i'm from st louis i'm not from like the most fun city in the world but jersey i'm good and then it was just they told me and i was okay we have to think about this in context because i was going to college in an election year and mm. i'm from st louis which at the time was like a very you know racially like there was a lot of issues happening in st louis and like i was coming into my little activism phase and then i would be matriculating in, in 2016 and at this point we all thought hillary clinton was still going to be president and like you we all know what happened after that so i my college counselor was like alexis you can't go to princeton like there's too many republicans at princeton like you're not mm. going to be okay like people are racist no, that was something i considered too. and like it's true so either way I don't know what I want to do because like I only chose Princeton because it was number one in like U.S. News and World Report, which I did have memorized at the time. Same. And um, I had all the acceptance rates memorized. Of course, of course. Obsessed. Obsessed. And then I, um, I'm from St. Louis, which is pretty close to Chicago. It's like a five-hour train ride. And one weekend in October of my senior year, I was extremely depressed and I was like I fucking hate this fucking city like and I have some family friends who live in Chicago and they're very invested in my life so it's like can I just like come visit the schools in Chicago and I did it to get out of class and I visited you Chicago heinous Awful. Well, humiliating Doesn't terrifying they were so sad too? it People was so sad I was like there. I cannot be here the vibes were awful and then I went to Northwestern and 
I fell in love immediately. I was like, oh my God, I love this fucking school. It's so amazing. It's so beautiful. Like they took me on the Lakeville where there was a lake. It was stunning. It was only five hours from home. And you could transfer between things very easily at this school, which I did four times. And it was very, <laughs> and I really liked that. I'm a Sagittarius. I need options. So I loved that. And I love that it was close to home and everything. So I became obsessed and I applied early decision with two weeks notice. Like I, wow. I went visited on October 15th and EDs November 1st. And um, I got in, but I just remember, I feel like I manifested it because I was like, oh, I'm whatever if I get in whatever. And like I did and no one thought I would. So my whole school was like, she's stupid. She won't get in. Like really? Girl, trauma. Like it was bad. And then I did and I was like, fuck you bitches. I was upset. I think I manifested it in the sense that like I, I could not imagine my life if I hadn't gotten in. Like I was, mm. I was so upset. And I don't recommend this to anybody. Whatever you're doing, if you're applying to college right now, like don't get so obsessed with a school that you cannot see yourself not going to the school. I don't know what mm. would have happened, but I guess it's getting more it. competitive these days, dude. I know, and they're cut for UCs. They're cutting like ten percent or something of admissions. I don't know. Like it's a huge Fuck. deal. That's wild. Anyway. So obviously a lot of thought went into both of our decisions and a <laughs> um, lot of thought in, is going to go In terms of one visit. <laughs> but we remember like the back of our hands, what it was like obsessing over the acceptance rates, obsessing over the prestige of the schools and, and what, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I am team huge school, but you're saying your, your comparison is between a very small school, like a liberal arts and a big Southern experience school, like Greek life school. Yeah. You don't have to have that. You don't have to it have It can be one. a big school and not be that experience. I went to UC Berkeley. I went the sorority route, which mm -hmm. we can talk about in a different episode. And not so did today. you. Not today. Not yeah. today. Not We're today. exhausted. I can't get into that. But it could, they had 40,000 students. There was something for everybody. You could make it such, you can always make a big school feel small. Period. But you cannot make a small school feel big. Never. And you will never feel so trapped as you do your senior year at a liberal arts school. Oh my God, my friends were miserable. Miserable. Everyone I've met who went, like my school, my high school was liberal arts. Like I've read like every Shakespeare play. It's like fucking traumatizing. But the thing is, they all would push me to go to these liberal arts schools and shit like that with 2,000 people. There's people whose high schools, each class is 2,000 mm -hmm. people. And that like, means you know everyone, Exactly, by the way. and because within Northwestern, I felt like I knew everyone and it was 8,000 people. Right. And like, I still feel like it's a medium-sized school and it, at, by the end of it, like, you're ready to go, right. as you should be. But the thing is, like, you can, the liberal arts people only hang out with like, high school friends and then like other liberal arts colleges now like you don't ever go out like if you I feel like if I go out with Northwestern people you'll meet people from a, a bunch of different big schools mm -hmm. but the liberal arts people they stay together what do they do yeah they 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 click up all the like the Kenyan Vassar people yeah, all hang out exactly and I, it's just look if if this is what you want and we're not saying our advice doesn't apply to everybody but this is a particular person who could go either way yeah so if you want a liberal arts school and that's what's going to make you feel good, go do your liberal arts. I, maybe a big school is not right for you. But for this girl, it sounds like she was raised in a small, big fish, small mm -hmm. pond. And you can As be- As was I. My high school graduating right. class was 16 people and I'm from fucking Whoa. St. Yeah. I'm from St. Louis. Like it's very small, but like, and I, I went to what was quote a big school of 8,000 people and I found my groove very easily there. Mm -hmm. But I would say that like going to a school of 50,000 people, there are people who struggle with that too. Right. But like you said, you can always make a big school small. Right. And I will say do not necessarily- Unless you are 100% sure you want to be a fucking doctor, which after the first quarter of Orgo, I'm sure you will not feel the same way. Don't 
choose a school based on the major. Nope. Because you, I switched four times. Everyone I know, you're going to change your mind. Everyone switches. Like, it's a very common thing to switch because you're fucking 17. You don't know what you want. You don't know what you want to do. And also, at the end of the day, even if you care so much about this field of study, every school has something like that. Yeah. My school didn't have a journalism major, and I went in thinking I wanted to be a news anchor. Mm -hmm. All I cared about was that they had a student newspaper. Then you'll get to do what you want to do. You'll get that education. Every school is going to have that academic you know, as long as it's not like a special, like the Iowa writing school or something, you are going to go to a school that has a variation of whatever you want to do. So forget about the fucking academics for a second. Exactly. Think about your quality of life. This is where you're going to make some of your best friends. You're going to, I change personalities like four times in in college. Mm. My best friends are from there. I've had so many formative experiences and relationships. It was the time of my life. I have a tattoo dedicated to my college. I loved it, but unpopular opinion like I, you need the big school like I, I think you need it's a, just not the same experience and also we were close to big cities I yes. think that was major for me like because I then I didn't have the culture shock of moving to New York and going to the club for the right. first time like I feel like it was so I love Northwestern 100% like best school I loved it but like you do need a bigger place you can experiment right. and like get access to more concepts that you would not have like felt previously i don't fuck with a liberal arts school no i don't because no offense, i talked to my friends who went to them sorry, they got <laughs> no this offense. great they got this amazing i know i know <laughs> they got this amazing academic experience and they met their friends and it was right for them but like when i talk about my it sounds like listening to this girl and what she wants mm-hmm. she wants an experience like what we had yeah. like i can say and i think that you'll agree i had the best fucking college experience i did it right I think you did. You did? I feel like I did it. I think I did it okay. I think I did it okay. We left satisfied. A lot of my friends who went to liberal arts schools did not get that. They had like high school again. Mm -hmm. Like they had, Mm -hmm. it was fun. They made lovely friends, but they kind of just like studied and were like. And let me tell you something. Have I used a single thing I've learned in college in my life? Not It's about the social stuff and how Mm -hmm. you like change in college. It's not about the academics as much. But you should definitely go. I definitely think everyone should go to college. I feel like I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and well, be like, oh, don't. Go. I don't know. I disagree. I feel like a lot of people should go to college because I feel like it's it's a better incubator for the changes that are going to happen in your mindset mm-hmm. from eighteen to twenty two, than That's like a good way just to put working. It. I don't incubator. think that like you need the education. I don't think you need the money if you can get good financial aid, et cetera. Go. Like, I had yeah. great financial aid. Shout out to Northwestern University. Shout out to all you donors. Not me, though. Another way that I decided where I wanted to go to school was a way you also used, which was the Betches Love This College, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is how we both discovered Betches. Um, The Betches Love This College articles they would do. And like, well, we were like not old enough to go to college at all, but I was reading that shit. It was the Bible, like truly believed everything that I saw there. They never had a UC Berkeley one, but the Michigan one was so fucking funny. Michigan was good. They had Syracuse too. I was waiting for a Northwestern one. I don't know. It was just like it was all. It was all those schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Like, they had Tulane, all the places where Long Island and LA girls go to school, Mm -hmm. and it was fucking funny. It was. It was so good. It would tell you like where they hung out, what sororities they were in. And like, that's all you need to know in college. Yeah. So great. It was some good shit. I loved it. But they never had a Northwestern one. So I had to make that decision on my own. 
Yeah. Anyway, I think it's super important to like just and also just don't hold yourself to who you were. Who were you freshman year when you got to school? I was batshit fucking insane. <laughs> okay. I was crazy. Okay. But I was having the time of my life. But I was literally insane. If you're trying to if this this girl seems like she wants to stay the big fish. She's yeah. worried about being a loser. If you go to a big school, Is I'm living proof. Rank? Oh, I'm on Greek yeah, rank. I'm on Greek rank. She was on that shit. I, I was in the number one. Well, tied. As was I. We were also tied. Yeah, we were tied with Kappa. Yeah, I was Kappa. You were Kappa? But we were tied with Theta. Mm. And then Tridel. But Tridel was for, like the weird girls who pretended that they like, you know, like, I don't know, were interesting, <laughs> but they were all from Westchester. You could like, talk so much shit on this Put your overalls on. I had a great time, though. Oh, I had a great time. But, except for the racism. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's, there's ups and downs. But I just think that like freshman year, it's not who I am now. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, thank God. I was a totally different person. But it seems like this girl wants to be big fish still. Let me assure you, I'm living proof. I went to a school of 40,000 people. All these fuckers knew my name. Bitch. Not for the right reasons, but they knew who I was. I was popular. To all the Berkeley group chats that are just going to start <laughs> talking shit once they hear this sound. I'm not right. saying they were talking about me for the right reasons, but people knew who I was. I wasn't a totally anonymous. And you could be, you could choose to be that. In a lot of communities, I was there. But in like the Greek Greek life community, mm-hmm. there were a couple thousand people. Or you can people choose. People knew who I was. Or you can choose like a theater, like, God love you, the theater kids at Northwestern. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. I couldn't go anywhere. They were fucking awful. That's like, who I wanted to be before I went into the journalism thing. I wanted to do cherubs over the summer at Northwestern. Oh, my God. Fucking cherubs. Because I was a tour guide, so I would stay in the summer and right. like see Oh, Lord, it was a mess. Anyway, I just don't. I'm so sorry to the theater community. I just, I've been traumatized by too many theater majors, like, talking too much. But you can be a big fish in that community. Right. There was probably these queen bee theater bitches that I would have respected, but I knew nothing about them. Right. You know? So I feel like, I feel like you can go bigger. Go bigger. People, I had so many different groups. Mm. I had so many different personalities that I switched through. Uh, First of all, visit a lot of places if you can. Second of all, Go bigger and don't hold yourself to who you think you're. Go bigger so that you have more flexibility to not hold yourself to who you think you are right Right. now because that's going to change. Go bigger so that you have some wiggle room. Yeah, have some wiggle room. Grow. College is for growth and you need space. And sorry, unpopular opinion, but Alexis and I do not think that you have the space to fully grow somewhere in like rural fucking Ohio with 300 students and one dining hall. Like, okay, whatever. You don't. A different experience. Have fun if you like that kind of thing. But if you are like us and it seems like and you are. please do not put a fucking review being like liberal arts school is the best thing that ever happened to me. Good. I'm sure it was. Good. I'm sure it was. I don't want to hear about it. But this girl's like us. She's one of us. She's she one needs of us. a big school. Doesn't have to be Southern. Doesn't have to. Uh, we don't need to get into go, the, Southern, yeah. the Southern ones because that's yeah. a whole another situation. Oh my God. You're going to have so much fun. Oh, I would do anything to be a freshman. So fun. Do anything. Not me, but all right. I'd, I'd rather be 45 and like a real housewife. Really? Oh my God, I'm so ready for my real housewife era. Oh, I want to I'm going to be so good at it. I would do anything to be 19. All right, let's go. <laughs> okay, I think that's all. Well, we know why you're really here, you <laughs> fake bitches. We know why you clicked on this. It's to hear the one and only Hello Teffy. Tell Teffy's us the there. tea. She's you guys here. know Teffy. You know who she is. And if you don't, what the fuck? I walked into our office today. I saw a 
big pink hair. <laughs> I was like, what? She's here. She's here. Oh, and she's my gorgeous. God. She's so beautiful. Her skin was amazing. She was glowing. Glowing. I glowing. mean, I was impressed. I was oh. very impressed. And she's amazing. So if you don't know her, at Hello Teffy is a TikToker, a content, let's just call her a content creator because that's what she is. But all about pop culture, all about, you know, especially the early 2000s and educating us young bitches about what the fuck went down back right. in the day. She was a sl like one generation of pop culture above us. So mm. she has more of a scoop on things that we got sort of a secondhand knowledge about. Exactly. Like Britney Spears was obviously huge for us, but like I was like not old enough to know what was going on. I didn't see Britney Spears grow up. Exactly. Yeah. And she did. And we love her for it. Oh, man, she tells us the tea in the best way possible. She's great. So let's bring her in. Let's bring her in right now. All right. Can we get down are to we business? Recording? We're good. We're going. How are you feeling right now? Um, anxious, but that's Why all. Why are you anxious? I've just had a crazy work day, but start from the that's top. That's how we work. That's how we. Oh, girl, I'm not gonna get into <laughs> it. We don't need to go into the corporate world right now. Let's stay in TikTok. Mm -hmm. I meant anxious about the fact that your favorite person in the world, my one favorite of my favorites, TikTokers. but her favorite. You, I didn't know you were gonna out me like oh this. Oh my god, she is a me. so big fan. I was like, who is it, Meryl? <laughs> who is it? It's me. You no, know, it's I, you. I, I, when I take baths, like I'm doing a self-care relaxation mm -hmm. then i like scroll through Bats the whole when you, thing oh, sorry and then i scroll <laughs> shut up <laughs> that, was, that was good i scroll through the pop culture mm -hmm. and you just teach me like the tiger wood situation i had no it idea it was a situation i had no fucking clue. hold on hold on hold on if you don't know who's we didn't say we didn't, oh, we didn't, no, we didn't. Sorry, oh. Sorry. if oh. you don't recognize this voice and you're not on social media. You're not on TikTok. You're a loser, whatever. <laughs> Otherwise, you would recognize the voice. The voice is Teffy. Yes. Oh, my God. At Hello Teffy on TikTok and Instagram. You should be following. And if you aren't, go follow her RN. Yeah, you'll scroll through. You specialize in talking all about I pop do. culture. Mm -hmm. But also, we know a lot about your life. And mm -hmm. you inject so much of your personality into this stuff. And we get your storytelling angle. Thank you. Talking mm -hmm. a little bit of shit, but a lot of objective no, truths. It's a lot of shit. You can say it. It's a lot it's of shit, but it's objective. We welcome shit, shit talking mm -hmm. in You're this talking house. objective truths about right. stuff that we all want to get educated on. Mm -hmm. Just for the people who don't know. Right. Quick little background. I'm a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough time. All right. <laughs> well, what's your rising? I'm a ver I'm a Beyonce rising. You're a Wow, that's impressive. Thank you. I, I That means that's why you've gotten all this shit done in the last like year, right? All the shit done. You know, it's crazy to me because I always ask people, I'm like, do you think I'm working hard? I feel like I could do a little more. That's and, what Beyonce would and say. They're, yeah, and then they're like, you posted a 32-part series. And I was like, it could have been 40. I uh, will never know. Yeah. yeah. What's the longest part series you've done? Uh, I'm going to say this with all the love in my fucking heart. Can I say the F word? Obviously. Right. Say anything you all want. The fucking, all the fucking love in my heart. People were in my DMs like, Jeffy, finish Amanda. It happened 10 years ago. <laughs> it happened 10 years ago. Give it a Google. Amanda Vine. It's, but it's the control they have over me that I would be like, I can't check my phone today. I'm right. too scared. So mm -hmm. that one was, I think, like a 38, 39. Jesus. Do you know what that was like to title that part 39? I was like, have you no pride? Well, like, the, <laughs> they want your voice to share it. Right. Yeah. What do. is the research that goes into this? You don't even fucking know. I can imagine. I'm always curious. Fuck so a lot of it is coming off the old noggin. Because why would <laughs> mm -hmm. I store math when I can store Elsie and Heidi's feud? Why would I do that? Right. Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of the stuff that we're talking about in pop culture are things that like 
I, I said I, I survived, <laughs> no. but there are like, somebody asked me a child, a child asked me, is it true that you saw mean girls in theater? And I'm like, why are you making it sound like, where were you? Did you actually? They, did you? Holy fucking shit. Yes. I was 14. No I was a freshman in, in wow. high school. Did people love it as much as they do now? I saw Legally Blonde in theaters Whoa. for my fifth grade. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. It's like I'm saying like Casablanca. Like, Whoa. and then the train came towards us and we all ran out of the theater. We were horrified. No. <laughs> yeah, so, so I feel like there's a big like 2000s nostalgia and I survived it you know i was in the front but i made it out and there's a lot that we talk about there's a lot of the way that we talked about women and celebrities and like just basic like human beings um in ways that like we would never do today for example like there is nobody i have seen paris hilton's and britney spears vagina more than my very own like there was a time when it was always, <laughs> do you remember? It was always uh, pictures of them getting out of the car and they didn't have any panties on. And which is their freaking right, air it out, whatever you wanna do, it's none of my business. But people were, what we see now from footage is that they were literally going under their skirts and we were blaming them. Mm. And we're like, how could they do that? Whatever. So I think there's like a dynamic, there's like a thought process there that's like, no, it's fucking weird. If a stranger with a camera today went up your skirt with a camera for money, for Us Weekly, which if you watch my TikToks, you know, I thought was United States Weekly for many years. <laughs> US Weekly news to me. You call I mean, US Weekly, because it's of US news, and I think it makes perfect sense. It's but national coverage. It's national coverage. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I didn't know why NT Lawyer was NT Lawyer until you told me it was Entertainment, entertainment Lawyer. You've heard about this guy, right? This is so up your alley. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, blind yeah, yeah. On the blind. He breaks down stuff, but it makes my head hurt. So right. I just, yeah. when it comes up, I go, I enjoyed that. Thank you so much. Right. <laughs> you know? But you are telling people what the side of pop culture that we actually saw, like the stuff that we saw, and you're kind of correcting this history. Not correcting, but I think the way that we talk about people is important. Right. Like if it wasn't for social media, how would we have remembered Britney Spears? Right. Mm. You know, like that's important. So, um, and I think mental health is a big deal, and I feel... I feel like we can hardly handle like somebody subtweeting us or making a, a shady Facebook status about us, much less like a tabloid. So when we talk about like mental health and like child stars, which what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. That shit is weird. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, so like Amanda Vines, God damn it. That was so long. I know. People were like, get into the wigs, get into the tweets. I'm going to be here for 46 years. You there were. Was, she called everybody was, ugly. She called everybody ugly. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just a quick recap on how you got into TikTok okay. and how oh, you grew yeah. this account because you're a superstar. Oh As my mom says, superstar. She's from Boston. You're a superstar. <laughs> so how did this quick, how did it start? Well, I was... I was, I want to say like social media manager, but I was a receptionist. Let's be real. They were like, y you get to manage our social media and sit at the front. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was there and I was always like, I was like a greeter for this um, company, uh, this production company, Sandbox and Dune, and they like merged together. And um, I saw these creative people coming in and out like uh, producers and um, directors, photographers, makeup artists, hairstylists, and for the first time I saw creative people and I grew up um, working in wardrobe styling, right? And that, that was like, a, that's a whole other animal. But these people, maybe it's like New York because I grew up in Miami. 
obviously <laughs> pink yeah obviously <laughs> so um for the first time i was watching these people say that's not my vision that's not what i want to do and if you want to go in that route like don't put my name don't credit me like i don't want to have any part of it and i was like that's so fucking dope that's so dope to like own your creativity and like trust yourself right because as women why would we trust ourselves <laughs> we don't know for fat we don't know we don't right. well, i have no idea what my body looks like it's true thanks. it's no, good. I, say it's good. <laughs> I mean it's the body good, just it's, it's all there but um, yeah <laughs> there's no evidence that women should trust themselves thank you there we'll evade the apple but whatever <laughs> so <laughs> um i started sharing a lot on instagram like doing britney spears breakdowns because out in two thousand. 2019 is when we started figuring out, oh, she's, this isn't cool. Like something, something's happening right. Um, right under our noses. So then I got a friend of a friend reached out to somebody who was starting a new show, like a new kind of like content creation hub or whatever. And they're like, hey, you can't seem to shut the fuck up. So I referred you to this producer and they got, she wants you to like audition to have your own show. And I went and I showed up and they're like, okay, here's a timer. Like they put a timer in front of me and they were like, here's um, 15 minutes. So it's counting down from 1459, right? They didn't even give me the last second, stupid. <laughs> and there were people in the audience, like full audience. And I said, whatever. And the Met Gala had just happened. And so for 15 minutes, I talked about Harry Styles wore a lace top and I hate it because it looked like his nipple never ended. You can't tell when it ends. So it just like looks like one big old nipple. And then I was talking about that. And I went on, I think for like a minute or two, like I just kept going. And then people, you know, like clapped and I was like, oh my God, thanks. I was like, this is a pretty big company. And they're like, no, those are other, the other people auditioning. And I was like, <gasps> shut the front <laughs> fucking And they door. clapped for you? They oh my did. God. That's but very like nice. Bloggers and like comedians, stand-up comedians and bloggers and whatever, right. whatever the fuck else. Yeah, right. Like broadcast journalism majors, yeah. whatever. That's shit. Influencers and... I was the only one that got hired and that was amazing for me. So I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I can be paid to be myself. This is literally all I know how to do. I don't have any other skill set. The social media accounts that I was running, not good, not good. <laughs> Gotta tell you. <laughs> but, um, so from there I had this show and I, they told me to, I could hire anybody. So I hired my uh, best friend, Molly, and she, her and I like built this whole show together. And then March 13, 2020, they were like, Hey, um, COVID's here and it's over. So I was like, that's fucking trash. Jesus. <laughs> that's fucking sucks. And it was like a live show every day. So we'd meet at 7 a.m. and then we'd do the live show for, at noon and then the next day all over again. We'd just, it was what great. What time were you getting up? So I had to be there at 7. So I was waking up at 7. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, from then on, I had all this material that Molly and I had written together and just things that I wanted to say because I'd already gotten to the flow of like kind of sharing my thoughts. Um, and at this time, TikTok was not what it is. It was a bunch of like cops dancing and being fucking cringy. And I fucking loved it because it was great. You remember? I remember I was a TikTok brand ambassador in college. Stop. Like I was like, it was, it was like people were so How mad at you. me. 20, we're both 23. So yeah, yeah. we're 23. How yeah. old are you? <laughs> I'm 23. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. When you said in college, I was like, that's fucking weird because that would mean, okay, that's fine. <laughs> but it was weird. Like in college, I got made fun of for doing it. And then now, of course, now, here we are. Yeah. So it know? was something, it was completely different. It was like a whole different demographic. Right. You know? Um, so I loved it, but then I saw the change start to happen during COVID and I was like, okay, let me get on top of this. And I just started talking. I just started talking and I, and I didn't really think about it. 
And yeah, that's how it happened, I think. That's how most people, I think, start to find their climbing up in the numbers moment is when they finally just start being themselves and they realize that they can be themselves and that's the best skill that they have. And you're very, you know, of course, talented in that you can... It's you. It's just you. Stop. I think you're talented too. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted you to say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is super powerful to just realize like it's okay to be yourself and then like be praised for that. But like were there moments in the, I guess, last year and a half of it where you were like afraid to be yourself online at all? Or was it always like the superpower? I think when you're a small creator, um, people aren't really, <laughs> that sounds weird. No one's disagreeing with you. Like mm-hmm. people, you're just getting people saying like, LOL or like, haha, whatever. But then as you start to grow, it's weird when people start saying like, this is like, you're, you're ugly and stupid. And you're like, fuck, I right. knew it. But that's how you know you're making it is when people it. start to disagree with you for no reason. Mm-hmm. So it makes you kind of have to, it makes you develop a self-talk where right. you're just like, no, you like this. And you're not going to stop doing this because of, Harold Hernandez one four three in in Kansas. Right. Like you're not gonna you know? And I feel very lucky. I feel like the majority of people who come across me are kind. And um then of course but the people that are the meanest, I'm gonna be honest, are like Midwestern housewives. They are fucking cruel. Mm-hmm. They say They're shit evil. to me and I'm like, have they been reading my diary? Yeah. <laughs> I mean journal. I'm a grown up. Um <laughs> journal. But I feel like you have to you have to decide. You have to decide who you who you're going to be. And I know a lot of content creators that are really popular, but it is a character. So when people talk shit about them, like when people, when people are trolling them, it doesn't matter. Cause that's the character they created, but I'm me. So when people are like, Teffy is such a fucking idiot. I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. All right. And then there are certain times too, where, I mean, I'm not as young as you guys. I come from a different generation. My pride is on the fucking floor. <laughs> I used to tell people how old I was and they would be like, oh my God, you're a baby. Well, you're in the moment when we're us. getting that, it sucks. You're getting yeah, that now. But I guess, no, it's just, well, it's annoying I mean, to hear get, that It gets in the way of oh, work. I was like yeah. this, like a like 40-year-old virgin, like the movie poster, like, right. stop. Well, it's all I'm going to want to hear in a couple of years, but that's, yeah. you know, it's annoying now. Well, so I appreciate also like TikTok really, you're exposed to like, so many you're exposed to different points of view like the way that's like the internet i feel like on instagram and on different social media platforms you follow who you follow and usually it's like-minded people who have similar interests but on tiktok you're exposed to fucking everybody and it's definitely changed the way that i think about things sometimes not in terms of like am i gonna get canceled but as a human being you know what i mean not like oh is this gonna perform well or versus oh that wasn't cool of me Mm -hmm. like but Khloe Kardashian sometimes makes me. I mean, she the makes whole, me go the whole there. family. Yo, the like, whole family. but Khloe Kardashian is really, really trying me sometimes. Right. I'm like, I've never seen that woman in my fucking life. <laughs> you know damn well we don't know who this lady is. No, you don't know what she looks like. We've no never idea. seen her. And I worry that she doesn't know what she looks like. She, doesn't she definitely either. doesn't. But Here's she my concern. doesn't know who she's dating either. What happens with her daughter? Like seeing her online, seeing her when she's grown up, seeing her on TV, and then being I like, that's for this, not you. This mixed, you know, I army mean, I hope there's, that's on the way. There are two kinds of like celebrity children, people, and but both of them know how fucked up it is. You right. know what I mean? One of them, the one, who, one of them is the one that wants to be famous as well, and the other one is like that you don't even fucking hear about. Like, right? Do you remember the Osbournes? Right. You say yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Well, it was Kelly and Jack, but they had a whole other sibling the whole time, and she said, "Get the f- I'm I'm not being involved." Amy, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why do I know that? Well, God right. bless her. I I could, I could be next to her at the supermarket, like I said, and I wouldn't have no idea who she is because mm, she didn't. She didn't it. exactly, and I feel like 
um, I hope that those kids have some sense of reality, you know, right? that this is all bullshit. But they see the bullshit. I'm sure True's going like, to see her mom on the fucking face. And then, and then oh, go yeah. in the kitchen and be like, that's not you. Like, that's mm. not who I just who saw on your lady? Instagram. Yeah. It's a stranger. <laughs> Okay, so mm-hmm. we play this game on this podcast, which you should definitely listen to. Uh, oh, it's called <laughs> Roast It or Toast It, uh-huh. where toast is like clink, clink, we love it, amazing. And roast it, you obviously have to roast whatever the, the topic is. Okay. So we have three topics mm-hmm. for this show today. And all three of them, I think, are up your alley. The first being astrology. How do we feel about this as a group? I can't even imagine my life. Without, why would I want to get to know myself when someone's telling me <laughs> I fucking love astrology? It's great. So toasted. Toasted. Yeah, no, yeah, of course. Toasted. We can chat. We can Big. chat about but why. Chat about it. Toasted by Tef. When did you get into this? <laughs> the moment I think the moment I got into it, I was probably I don't know, like January nineteenth, twenty ten, and <laughs> <laughs> somebody I was talking to somebody, and they were like, "Oh, what sign is the." what's the sign of the dude that you like or the whatever the dude you're talking to the dude you think is cute whatever one of the one one of them whatever and um i was like oh i don't know i think he's like a taurus and she was like oh and blah, blah, and went off on these characteristics i'm like wait a fucking second <laughs> you're fucking telling me you can get to know them without having to fucking talk to them <laughs> sign me the fuck up and then i was like i'm a cancer and then i got into I got into like moon signs and rising signs and now I'm into the transits and mm-hmm. when I'm like, well, you know, they're yeah. Gemini, they, their Mercury is in Gemini, so right. obviously they're a good communicator, but their midheaven is in Aquarius, so I don't feel, I feel, I feel a little I'm nodding like I know exactly detached. what you're saying right, right now. A little I, I like, do. No, she's, she's really, we, we weren't yeah, allowed to you. launch. I get it. Like, we weren't allowed Mercury to launch. And retrograde. During, why would you do that? Why would we do that? setting yourself up for failure. Sure, she explains to me. I was all on board. Mm-hmm. One of my friends signed a lease. What do you think happened? Do all she's, that. Out. she's out. She's of out. Of course she is. I try to tell her. She is. I try to tell her. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? She Babes. died. No, I'm How kidding. I, she's I fine. I feel like it's always <laughs> Mercury. Shut up. I feel like it's always Mercury in retrograde. It is three to four times a year. Oh, when Venus is in retrograde. That shit yeah. fucked me I over. couldn't even. Can I? I want to sign a new lease in like early May. You better check the stars. We'll look. We'll you look. Don't. We'll look at it. We'll look okay. at it. You guys are freaking me out. What pisses me off is like. That's made up. That's not real. No, oh, but the stock market is. Are right. you buying Dodge Coin? I yeah, know. none of it is real. coins in the made up world. You are. <laughs> so I fucking, I get so mad. And I'm like, the entire idea, the entire science of astrology is all about energy and communication. It's just learning how to better understand one another. And at the end of the day, I don't care if you don't care about it. But what a great way, like, I always say this, like when people are shy, they get mistaken for rude. Like my sister growing up was, she's the nicest person in the entire fucking world, but she was really shy. So I think people saw her as like rude, which is crazy. But astrology is a fantastic way to talk about yourself in third person. It's a great icebreaker. And even if these things don't ring true, like Leo, like, uh, oh, center of attention, no, 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 And someone's reading them and they're like, that doesn't sound like me at all. Well, you're starting to get to know yourself, I guess. Like you're starting to pluck out what doesn't fit for you. Like who, who's it hurting? Yeah, who's right. it hurting? Well, when women like something, it's oh, never allowed. Really? It's never allowed. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're out here. Toast to that. It's toast to it. No, yeah, absolutely. So it's a toast all around. I thought it meant like toast it's like a, toast a toasted bagel. And I love that. Oh, it can well, be that. I love that. That's, that's, that's how you know it it's can. good. Yeah. It's toasted. toasted. Anything. Carbs. Mm-hmm. All right. Next thing we're going to talk about, it's about to be award show season. 
Yes, I believe the SAG Awards happened last night. They yeah. did. I only know that because I was looking at Nicholas Braun's Instagram. Wait, but they had great fits last night. You see, yeah, I didn't track, but you know, that's not. You talk about that stuff on your TikTok as I well. Do. Yeah, that's you're gonna stuff. get into yes, that. I do, so I do, I do. You mainly in styles, but right. Mm-hmm. Roasted or toasted award shows. Absolutely. Okay. Let me tell you something. I grew up watching Billy Crystal host the fucking Oscars. Oh, I was <laughs> born and molded to love that fucking shit. Are you crazy? That yes. little man comes on the stage and goes, oh, a star. Oh, oh, oh. Are you me? <laughs> I love fucking award shows. Are you kidding? And people talk about like the year was 2002. <laughs> I'm watching the VMAs. I go, please, mommy, let me watch the VMAs. She's like, no, every year MTV is just some wild fuck shit. She's a mother, so she didn't say fuck shit. She said they do something crazy. (laughs) And my brother, if I'm 11, what's 11 minus six? Five. Five, duh. Testing you. Get it together. (laughs) And um, she's like, no, your brother's watching TV, and I don't want him to see anything. And I was like, nothing's going to freaking happen. And I turned it on, and I saw Britney Spears and Madonna exchange gum. And it was fucking fantastic. And then my brother, he's like, mommy, do girls kiss girls? And he fucking ruined it for me. She turned it off. I had to watch reruns with my fucking finger on last, like a doofus. We all did that. Like Jerry Springer, too. I know every single thing that ever happened on Jerry Springer. What? Kidding. Oh, you, <laughs> that was what? funny. That was funny. But, so award shows for me used to be fucking, and I think everything is like coming full circle. So I think they're gonna come back. You just gotta give them a fucking chance. Yeah. So, so you are not a fan of award shows. You are. You're giving. You have hope right now. You I like hope them right, right now. now. Yeah. You're still watching. I've, I am still watching. How do you feel about the Oscars hosts? Who are they? Who are yeah, they? exactly. Oh, like this there's, year there's did they announce them? They're all good. I, Regina King is one. Love her. Amy Schumer. Ew. Exactly. Like, like what is Schumer? this? What does she do again? Know. Amy Schumer. I don't know. Regina I think King. she did like, something. It's a lot. We get it. You have a vagina. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're a girl. It. You fuck. You yeah. fart. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I will say though, her joke, the one that fucking kills me that I think about is like, you know how fucked up it is. <laughs> for you to wear a crop top and people call you brave. Have you ever seen somebody post a TikTok and they're like, yeah, I look really pretty today. And all the comments are like, you look so good. Like, go girl. That's and it's like, if she was really pretty, you know, people would be saying, like, fuck you. I attract some of the most unhinged motherfuckers. <laughs> when someone said, yes, girl, finally some volume. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Somebody said, yes, girl, casual day. Yeah, of course. Because it wasn't a casual day. You really, you really dressed up and they Mm -hmm. just had to come for you. I was wearing the blazer. Whatever. Yeah. So, so award shows. Yeah. I like them. You're toasted. Yes, absolutely. And there's like, I feel like we're going to get back. People are scared and I feel people are scared to say something crazy. And I'm like, if you're an asshole, stay home. Let the good people enjoy themselves. Don't give these assholes who are like, Ooh, what if I get canceled? What would you get canceled for? Mm-hmm. Right. So right. they used to be fun. And I feel like um, people are now trying to make everything bites for social media, which True. if you plan it that way, it's not going to fucking happen. Like the sound when people are like, get the sound bite. I'm not going to get the fucking sound bite. I'm going to talk. What like what do you want me to say to Charlie D'Amelio to get the fucking sound bite? She's 15. I'm right. 31. I would play her teacher in a movie, <laughs> not the sister. So uh, I feel like it used to be more like you don't know what's going to happen. And now everything is too planned. Mm. MTV, let me host. 
Let me do it. You'd be I great. I think you'd be amazing. I think so too. Well, I think yeah. that might be the future in the next couple of years. Is I to so. have social media people, influencers come and host these things. I mean, you already do red carpets, right? I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and the Midwest yeah. here in Housewives let me know how much they fucking hate it. <laughs> oh, God. Who the fuck invited you? Um, Viacom. Yeah. People who they did. actually want to watch Viacom. the show. People the who are watching actually, it. Thank you. Or my favorite thing. I would never wear that. So what are you wearing to the red carpet you got invited to? Right. What are you going to wear? What are you going to wear? Oh, my God. They don't have one? In Wisconsin? <laughs> Who knew? Oh, Badgers. What? <laughs> Careful. They're going to call you. They are. Coastal elite. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one more. Out. We have one more. Okay. Our last one is ghosting in the dating sense. How do you feel? I feel like, obviously, it fucking sucks. I just feel like everybody at this point has something traumatic <laughs> happen to them. Like, it's just ghosting, I think, is very triggering because it's the silent treatment. And it's mm. just like, I'm not even worth a... You know what? I'm going to say something so honest. I say it all That's the time, too. That's what this too. podcast Thank is you. for. Fucking lie to me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fucking lie to me. Say Tell it's me, you, not me, or whatever, oh, or whatever say, it is. Say, I just, oh my God, it's so crazy. I just lost all my limbs. I'm talking to you through my nose. <laughs> There's no way I have time for a relationship. I have to learn how to write with my chin. I can't do this. Lie to me. Right. But it could be so, like when people are breaking up, and I'm like, what'd you tell them? And she's like, I told them. I'm in love with his best friend and we're getting married. I'm like, why didn't you fucking lie? Right. You're not going to be together anyway. Why'd you have to be so fucking cruel? So I feel like ghosting to me is just lack of imagination. And that sucks. Right. It's also like cruel, of course, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I feel like what people ghosting used to be okay. Cause you'd be like, what a dick. It's just that now people ghost and you see their Instagram story and you're like, this motherfucker mm. is in Miami. You know what I mean? Right. Really? What's your best excuse? Next time you go someone, what are you going to tell them? I think I'm, I think when I go someone, I've only ghosted like, I give a number. I'm going to lie. I feel like I usually say something like, You can I'm pro mental health. Now. I pro mental health. But do I say do I lie and I say like I'm going through a really hard time? All right. I'm not in a place. I'm in my room zone. Can't leave the room. You know. You're busy now. You're I'm gonna busy. Busy. You're booked. I'm busy. You're busy. I'm booked. I'm busy. I still have time. Right. Right. <laughs> you have a little time. Not for you though. Sorry. You know. I feel like my thing right now is that I'm really bad. I'm I'm really bad at my phone. I'm really bad at my phone, and it sucks because. Once my phone, the other day, my screen time was 18 hours. If the blue light is really like poisonous, I'm, guys, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to fucking make it. These eyes are going to be sizzling out of my fucking head. But I feel like once I'm done working, I don't want to look at my fucking phone. So I don't answer my friend's text, but they see me uploading an ad in my fucking underwear. Yeah. You know, talk about this. I do the exact same thing. It's it's so hard Fair for people to say, but it is fair. It is fair. You know, for people to say, Hey, answer me. I'm like, what could it be? And they're like, my dog died. I'm like, my bad, Chloe, my bad. But it's also fair for you to clock out. Like we, we don't get to clock out of this job. And of course, after spending all day long doing this, you don't want to have to respond to text messages. Yeah. So you're ghosting your friends. Okay. Counterpoint about romantic ghosting though. Right. Say you go on a date, you mm. on two dates, mm. okay? It's two not dates. that much chemistry, you know, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be ghosted or do you want to be broken up with? Have you ever been in a relationship where like, I can't break up with him. I just wish I could catch him cheating on me or something. Right. If you could just ex- mm. if you could just send a fire emoji to some bitch and I'd be like, I knew it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm usually, I usually want to be broken up with. 
So I, that's such a, that's such a, I feel like that's a cowardly thing to say. I want, that's so fucked up you eat ass. I'm sorry. Because I'm the opposite. I think that there's such a culture against Mm -hmm. ghosting right now. And we're talking about it Mm -hmm. so much more. And people are kind of saying like, oh yeah, you owe me a message. But it's like, do you really want a message or do you just want an excuse to keep talking? It's because ego. It's all it's ego. ego. It's like, like, how could you do this to me? This I, person's met you for two collective hours. Do you really need them to write you a text and say why they didn't feel like they want to see you again? I like, just leave. I don't know. I'm a Sagittarius. I don't feel like this is even a thing. Go like, you. I would just You're move so on. scary. Um, I feel like. I don't know what that means. At 15, I started getting profiles dedicated to me. Like I used something called MySpace. Profiles dedicated to you? Like your like Instagram is dedicated accounts? to you. No, oh, no, no. I mean oh. like your Instagram. Like, And I feel like everything that we do now is like we're heavily, we feel like we're being heavily measured all the time. And mm-hmm. and I wish I could tell people like it's truly not that fucking personal. It's tr- like I was talking to somebody and they were like, if I met you two years ago and we were getting along, like we, we get along really well. And they were like, but two years ago, if I met you, I probably would have been like, I'm not ready for this, whatever. It would be about my mindset. I'm like, two years ago, if that happened, I would be like, I knew it. I'm not good enough. It had nothing to do. It would have nothing to do with me. Right. So I feel like people take things way too personally. And we romanticize people. We already romanticize people that we see, that we make eye contact with on the fucking subway. I'm like, I love us, you know? And then... (laughs) So imagine being able to like look at every single photo and see how their Aunt Angela is doing and when they got the puppy and why they only have four sweaters and like all these things. Like you romanticize people to a degree where you're like, I could have been happy. No, you weren't, babe. Right. No, he farts in public. You don't even know that. (laughs) Just his mouth open. He holds a fork like this. You don't even know him. So I feel like it's just this ideation that we have about people. And I truly believe that sometimes God will shove somebody out of the way you know right. last time i didn't listen he ruined my credit score for a while not the credit score <laughs> girl and that takes a long time that, that takes, takes a, a long while. time it takes a while whatever but i just feel like uh my mom used to say something and it's not i, I don't know if it's pc but she used to say you know what bullying works <laughs> sometimes bullying works i look at stuff and i'd be like i can't believe they made a fun fun of that outfit what i wore that day and i look back and i'm like you look fucking ridiculous and you never wore it again so bullying you learned works. bullying works sometimes you evolve. And ghosting sometimes works and that is why chest. we have this podcast exactly. ladies and gentlemen to tell you the truth yeah bullying mm-hmm. does work mm-hmm. so it's a wait but roast ghosting <laughs> but not to me though wait but, but like in a sense where like you it, get it in, in like context. the good way not yeah, the yeah. bad way yeah yeah bullying me to me it did work in some cases but don't ruin anybody's credit score yeah 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 don't fuck up anybody's life i had no reason to wear blue eyeshadow to school and i appreciate it yeah no, it hurts so bad. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. I was like, Gwen Stef- I was like trying to be like fashion folk. You know what? Why the fuck would I even share this with you? I'm gonna lie. It was great. Okay, great. <laughs> lie, bully, all mm-hmm. of it. That's right. the moral of the story mm-hmm. today. Okay, amazing. All right, are we good to go? I mean, yeah. I think I've learned a lot of important lessons. I think I you. have too. Good. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Where can everyone find you? And what are you doing next? You know, today. tell them. Go you know, on. Uh, at Hello Tuffy okay. on Instagram and TikTok. And do you have anything you want to plug for us? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> just keep being yourself. Thank you. No. Okay. We appreciate yeah. it. Love yeah. you. Thanks Lilas. for coming. Lilas is what we used to say on AIM. I'll tell you about AIM later. Lilas. Okay. Bye. Love you like a sister. Oh, Aww, that's cute. That's really cute. Love you like a sister. Yeah, I um, love the that. Odd, my pride. <laughs> <laughs> okay, G2G. That's what they hired us for. That's great, Lilas. 
Let's bring it up. I'm dead. Let's bring it back. What did we say? Um, I don't say I love you to my friends. It's I, I like I have an issue. Like it's a it's a thing I grew up with. That I don't relate to. Yeah, See, I, you say I love you so much, but I feel like I say I love you to my anyone that they love them, and so I don't ever know if they're like being honest. I just don't like to physically like touch my friends or cuddle or anything. Okay, that makes sense. I I, I say I love you and I nosy them goodbye. Bad Vibes is a Betches Media production. The podcast is produced and edited by Sean Kilby. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to leave us a voicemail at 212-287-5244 or send your emails to badvibes at betches.com. Betches.